Good morning. It's time for Daily Chapel. The text is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 21 through 25. The Reverend Robert Wurst is preaching. The broadcast of Chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. We now join the service. A reading from 1 Peter chapter 2. The Holy Apostle writes, For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Apostle writes, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. And he who bore our sins in his body on the tree now says to you, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Of course, you might think Jesus wasn't talking about pandemics, was he? Untroubled heart? Don't be anxious? Who is he trying to kid? Here we are at the end of April. Will the government let us get out and about yet? Will we be confined to our homes for another month? We live at the whim of others, so it seems. No one seems to know how it will go or when it will end. But the Lord does know. He knows our sinful hearts will be troubled. He knows that we fear disease and death. He bids us to lift our eyes to him and to believe that he is good and gracious. He draws you into himself and says, Believe in me. But our old Adam, this stubborn and unbelieving flesh, does not want to look to him. It seems that all we do lately is look in on ourselves with fear-dimmed eyes. The chill of, What if I'm next? has settled like a cold fog on many minds and hearts. And so we think, Perhaps this mask, this pill, this technique will save me. Maybe staying away from my neighbor will save me. Let them help themselves. You have worried. You have prayed. You have feared as you thought about yourself. You have been looking in the wrong place for your comfort. Repent. You have been forced to face eternity. What are the answers to this calamity, this pandemic, this threat against life? Where have you run seeking your peace? Have you sought your solace in the incessant drone of news about infection rates, mortality probabilities, body counts, and morgue space? Did the federal stimulus in your bank account bring you some measure of comfort? Did the steady stream of scientific experts calm you? Did any politician of whatever stripe relieve your deep fears? You have been looking in the wrong place. Repent. Perhaps you have found, and maybe it's been very surprising, that you trust too much in the things of this earth, 
that you found yourself taking comfort in your work, in the things that work buys, in the government that you thought could make things well, and in your health. Perhaps you have found that you have idols. Does that shock you? You have been looking in the wrong place. Repent. I hope these days have made you more serious. But if you're like many of us, perhaps you have yet to become serious about eternal things. The Apostles' words ring very true. You were straying like sheep. There is no one immune from that. You were going through life with your eyes down, following your nose, doing whatever made you feel good. Sheep going astray. The Lord has allowed this suffering to come and to turn us back. The Apostle tells us that we are called to suffer. Now in the Epistle here, he is speaking of suffering for the faith. But in the midst of this pandemic, we have begun to experience that. Government leaders have ruled against churches and worshipers. Neighbors express their scorn for Christian assembly and will inform on them who gather. And so there is in the mix of this illness a true suffering for the faith. It is very tempting to revile when we have been reviled. It is tempting to threaten when we have begun to suffer. Better, though, to leave that to the Lord who judges all things justly. And so we pray with the psalmist, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil, for the evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Yes, in all this, dear brothers, in illness, fear, suffering, and persecution, entrust yourself to him who judges justly. Look to your Father who laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. Look to Jesus, the author and defender of the faith, for he has borne your griefs and carried your sorrows. All of our shame, our fear, our unbelief, and yes, this idolatry, have been born in his own body on the tree. His body is marked with our sin. Look to him for your salvation, your hope, your peace, your life. And in all these things, do see that you are being turned. You are being turned from the things in which you placed your confidence and turned back to the one who made heaven and earth, who called forth the trees and birds which give you delight and cheer you. He called all these, all these things forth from nothing. You are being turned from fear to confidence, from corruption to incorruption, from death to life, from suffering to joy. Jesus' stripes bring forth your healing. His resurrection is your life, and you have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. St. Paul wrote, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction, with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Having returned to your shepherd and bishop, do not forget your neighbor. 
Do not turn your back on them. They need refreshment for their souls, their minds, their bodies. Jesus has the words of eternal life. He speaks and life is given. He speaks and fear is pushed back. He speaks and we receive food from his providence for the strength of our bodies. And we all need that. He says to you, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Our God loves the world. He loves you. You have everything, house, food, goods, health, by his gracious provision. These are the days of Easter. With Peter, our eyes are turned upward to our Lord, to our life. He, knowing that we need his life and comfort, provides his body and blood in the breaking of the bread. It is the medicine of immortality and the antidote which prevents us from dying. Thus we can suffer illness, deprivation, and persecution because our life is in Jesus. He is the risen one. Death and devil and all their iron tools lie crushed under his heel. If Christ has not been raised, then this suffering would be futile. He is risen from the dead, though. We do not hope in Christ just so this life is pain-free, fear-free. We hope in him because he is our forgiveness our health, our food, our restoration. He is your life, your brother, your good shepherd, your Gideon, your captain in the fight. Lift up your heads, brethren. Hearken to the living voice of Jesus who says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Thank you for joining us for Chapel. Today we pray for the Reverend Dr. John Loom, who serves the Lord in the Gambia. The broadcast of Chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. To learn more about LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces, visit kfuo.org chapel.